to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives to share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. Follow me on Instagram, Ask Adam Torres, to keep up with my book release schedule, book tour, book signings, all that good stuff. Love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to be a co-author of one of my upcoming books, Head on over to my website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. I'm really excited to have Cody Sanchez on the line today. She's the head of Latin America and Offshore, the director of investor relations for First Trust. Uh, Cody, welcome to the show. Adam, thanks so much for having me. Good to be here. So you have an extensive financial background, and you're doing some really interesting things in the world of investments, and I want to get into all of that, definitely. I'm excited to get your take on some things. But before we do that, let's just take a couple steps back and just tell me, how did you get started in, in, as an entrepreneur and in business? Sure. I definitely didn't take a traditional path, Adam. I was actually a, a journalist. I was covering human conflict and trafficking along the U.S.-Mexico border. So, you know, I, like many, I think, college students, wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do with my life and uh, ended up writing some pretty crazy stories about um, human trafficking and drug smuggling along the border and saw a little bit of our um, worst nature as humans. And and what I realized through this is, at least for me, I didn't see that the stories I wrote were really changing anything. We were writing about things, but we weren't able to make change. And so I sort of followed the line of thought intellectually down to what does lead to change. And the only thing that I can see that leads to change massively is uh, economic and financial equalization, financial freedom. And ultimately, that means money. And I didn't know anything about that. And so at the time, I just did what I think a lot of college students do, which is go to a bunch of different conferences and seminars and ask a bunch of silly questions to people in finance saying, how do you understand this, you know, language that everybody speaks, which is green, and how do I get into this space? Because maybe if I can understand money, I can understand power and make some type of real difference. Wow, that's uh, that's that's quite a story, and I read your your opening line, which I loved. Uh, reform journalist uh, turned institutional investor. You should get that trademark. I love that. I love that. I love that like line. I'm like, of course you had to be a good writer to write that one. Um, but yeah, I'll come up with something like that one day. But um, I like it. So- what would you say, like, so you had, I, I like your path. It's very, it is, a lot of people will tee up um, and say, I didn't take a traditional route. You absolutely did not. Um, so that being said, I mean, from, you know, journalism to now working in a different environment, like in, as an institutional investor, is very different. What would you say to, you know, people coming out of college now that are thinking, ah, like that, that feel they have to have it all figured out? What do you think about that? I mean, I think you should really just follow your curiosity, especially at that stage in life. The beautiful part is you probably don't have a mortgage. You probably don't have two and a half kids. You probably don't have a minivan to pay off. Like, you got a little freedom, right? And so I think that is the time in your life to take risks, if ever. And that's why you see a sort of an unfair amount of of people starting startups uh, right out of college is because that's when you have the least amount of risk. 
So for me, I think follow your curiosity. Ask yourself what are the things that you do that you would do even if nobody paid you? What do you end up reading about, watching, following, engaging in that you just find really intriguing? doesn't matter if it's anything from, from politics to art to, you know, activism. Whatever it is, follow that path. And then what I think I usually do once I find that thing that I'm curious about is go where the game is played. If you're into activism and you want to be a Gloria Steinem when you're older, try to get in contact with all the Gloria Steinems that you know. Try to get in contact with all the major players in the space. Go to their conferences, read their books, follow them on social media, engage with them. And very quickly, you'll get yourself in this little niche that you find intriguing, and you'll be able to realize, is this really what I want to dedicate life to or not? And if not, awesome. You had a great experience? Check, and on to the next curiosity that you follow. How how important was that um, that attending conferences and getting out there and asking the questions that you said were quote unquote silly, which I, I may or may not agree with? Um, how important was that? For me, I am again a reformed journalist, and so I think questions are everything. It's the most important skill set I've developed as an investor, as a journalist, and as a human. Um, because it's what allows you to get to the root of anything. If you don't know the right questions to ask, how are you going to ever find the answers that you need? And so, you know, if I could, if I could hire two different people, right, and say they're, you know, base level, same qualified, and, you know, same age, and all, all the demographics are the same, except one was hungry and curious, and the other one was, let's say, more intelligent and had a better background or went to a better school, I'd hire the young, hungry and curious one any day of the week. So I think if you can develop that curiosity, it's going to lead to you asking the right questions, and that's really the key to everything. That's great. Yeah. Stay stay curious. I love it. Um, so let, let's transition a little bit. I want to talk more about uh, First Trust and what you're doing over there as uh, Director of Investor Relations and uh, Head of Latin America. So at First Trust, what I do is we run an um, asset management business. It's a couple billion dollars in assets. And essentially, me and my team are running around Latin America talking to what we call LPs, limited partners. And these are big institutions, sovereign wealth funds, pensions. And we're talking to them about how to invest their money. Predominantly, we're helping them invest in alternatives, in exchange-traded funds, and kind of battle all this volatility we hear about every day on the news as far as, you know, new market disruptions. And so my job was to build out this business. It wasn't uh, in existence when I came to First Trust. And so I, I wanted to build out a business, get it to a couple billion dollars in assets, and, and the goal is eventually that the business becomes self-sustaining and we are able to leave something behind as a legacy, uh, which is hopefully a lot of clients and products that were never there before. Mm, that's great. Um, let's talk a little bit more about the about the ETF space. I mean, um, so in, in kind of going to, or I shouldn't say the ETF space, I should say the institutional space and going in to get these investors. Um, it, it sounds like it's a, it's a different skill set um, than maybe, 
it's a different skill set that I would say that most people have, like going in and being able to talk to institutional investors or potential investors. Like, how do you recommend somebody somebody develops that skill set if they want to go into finance or if they're just they they're getting started and they want to really go down that path? I mean, what would be some ideas for them? I'm just curious. Rule number one in my book is always surround yourself with people that are smarter than you. I'm always looking to be the dumbest in the room, if at all humanly possible, uh, because that's when you learn best. So for me, that meant going to Goldman Sachs early and surrounding myself with a bunch of people that knew everything about finance and that this little journalist could pick up a bunch of information from. Uh, And then I did the same thing at Vanguard and State Street. So I think whatever your realm is in the Mm -hmm. financial realm, I would try to go to the best firms you possibly can to start to start. I wouldn't try to go and build my own startup in finance. I would go, I want to be at Goldman Sachs. I want to be at, you know, uh, Bridgewater. I want to be at the top of the top firms because I'm going to learn immensely. And these days, if you can't go to those firms and get a job there, you can absolutely read the books by everybody that's worked there. You can absolutely reach out to a bunch of the executives that are there. So I think that's rule number one is if you want to learn finance, go learn from the people who are best at it. Um, and, and then second, a lot of this comes from, again, asking questions, but also being a really passionate expert on your sphere. So in my case, you know, I have this underlying belief, right, that there is no freedom without financial freedom and what differentiates me from, you know, the poor people that I covered on the border that, didn't have basic human needs met is, I, I, you know, I was born in the U.S. I won the birth lottery and I was born kind of to a middle class fam- family and I've done some okay stuff with that. And that's all due to economics. And so I am so passionate about this industry that I eat it up all day. You know, I'm always <clears> wondering where can we make our investors more money? Can I read somewhere else new? Can I bring them in an, a new idea? There's zero complacency in my game. And so I would say find whatever that is for you or get obsessed with whatever that is for you because if you're not obsessed, you're probably not going to be able to sell an investor who has billions of dollars under management. I love it. Um, all, all great tips. I love it. And I, and I always struggle with that question because I always get questions on how do you get started in finance or how do you – and I, my, my story was a little bit um, unique. I just felt I, – I mean, I started at my first firm when I was 16. I was working at Raymond James, the company, when I was in high school in their IRA department. So I kind of, I don't know if it found me or I found it, but I just didn't, you know, so when people ask me, well, what if I want to, or how do I, and I love your tip. So go work for the most reputable firm that you can get hired at is what it comes down to and learn from experts um, in in those fields. And um, then you'll figure out your place in it. Uh, So I love, I love all that, all all that you gave. Um, what, so how do people, uh, if there are institutional investors out there that are listening to this, how do people find out more information about First Trust? Sure. So that's pretty easy. You just go to firsttrustportfolios.com, and on our website is all the different types of investments that we do. First Trust Global is my Latin America business. Um, and then I also post about it a lot at, at Cody Sanchez, mostly on Instagram, a little bit on Twitter. Uh, and same on LinkedIn. So any of those, you'll find plenty of stuff on First Trust. Awesome. 
Well, hey, Cody, I appreciate you taking out uh, time out of your schedule to come on the show and appreciate you sharing all your tips with the audience. Uh, to all the listeners, thank you for showing up as always. And don't forget, head on over to Instagram, Ask Adam Torres, to keep up with all the stuff that's going on with, um, with the book launches. Um, have a wonderful day. And thanks again, Cody. Take care. 